Hello, I'm Zwick the Editor. You might know me from such podcasts as Thought Cops, The Loudest Podcast, and a little bit of Roast Mortem. I'm just guest editing this podcast for... for fun, because I was, you know, I had a wild stick up my ass. Any hoozle, today the Zookie Dookie boys will be talking about Weird, the Al Yankovic story, with special guest Adam Quaslo. Quaslo. If I pronounce that wrong, I'm sorry. I listened to the name three times and I still think I'm fucking it up. Anyway, if you like this podcast, be sure to give it a five-star review or, you know, thumbs up or whatever. You can rate them on Podcast Addict. It's not that hard. Just fucking do it. And be sure to follow Podzuki on Twitter at Podzuki, if you can spell it, and tweet at him. They'll read anything you got. Also, they weirdly coincidentally uh, mentioned Thought Cops twice. Anyway, enjoy the show. Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels are still since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy ass curl, now it's easy dread. Had a run. I love fondue. You know that is true. I'll always eat fondue. So please. So I'm glad that we're starting off this episode after getting um, amazing press after Weird Al announced that he can retire. Now that he's heard Luke's <laughs> knowing the Godland is. I, I thought of that like two months ago, and I was like, "How do you get in touch with Weird Al to give him an idea?" Um, I know he knows Paul McCartney. <laughs> so, uh, Weird Al famously uh, does not want your parody suggestions. <laughs> there is only one he has ever taken. Ever. And it was from Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I, um, I'm trying to remember now the, the few parodies I could think of as a kid that I thought were brilliant is that when the song I, I Want to Fly Away came out, I, I thought of the lyrics, I want to eat pie all day. I'm like, oh, I'm good as Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, like, I listen to Weird Al all the time. So there's a lot of songs that I heard Weird Al's version before the original. Yeah, like, I think nowadays, like, nobody... That's a famous phenomenon, I feel like, at this point. Like, nobody remembers Jeopardy by the Greg Kinn Band. Fuck yeah, right? no. Like, Fuck no. Uh, you know, I've got my mind set on you. Nobody really remember, but you know, I also heard the white stuff before the right stuff. Yeah, you know, I which, heard Yoda before I heard Lola. Yeah, I heard Yoda before Lola I, too. I heard every song on Running with Scissors before any song <laughs> that was parodied on that album. Yeah, even American Pie. Even, even American one Pie. Week? What? Yeah, even one week. I know the words to Jerry Springer far better than I know the words to One Week. Because yeah. I remember, like, I was like. When Running With Scissors came out, I was like, Weird Al's still around? <laughs> yeah, and he's uh, still around big time after that one. Because that, after that was the next album, he did the White Nerdy, I think, right? I think Probably. No, that was like, yeah, Poodle, Poodle Hot. Yeah. Uh, oh, welcome to Podzuki, uh, <laughs> the only podcast to talk about kaiju monster movies and everything related to them, which, of course, is going to be talking about Weird, the Al Yankovic movie, because the ultimate kaiju is parody. I thought, no, no, the ultimate good. kaiju is... Corporate streaming, the Roku channel. Kaiju is the sincerest form of flattery. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, well, there's a new t-shirt idea. Thank you for that. <laughs> I like that a lot. T-shirt. 
put in the t-shirt jingle already. This is a great start. Um, we've been off for a little bit because, oh, I'm one of your co-hosts in Hollywood Kaiju Bad Boys, Brandon Kirkman. <laughs> I'm another one of your co-hosts, I'm Kaiju Hollywood Good Boy, Ooh, Luke Evans Flip. I'm uh, I'm another one of your co-hosts and uh, Hollywood Kaiju Neutral Boy, Martin Felschman. <laughs> Everyone, give it up for our special guest tonight, returning champion, Adam Quaslow. Hello, I'm Hollywood's good boy. Oh, oh, oh. Few, people, good boy. few people getting erections right now. Yeah, yeah. Brandon had a baby, so we haven't done yeah. this for like six months. Uh, hold up, people still have erections. We've retooled as, as a creepy ASMR podcast. Um, <laughs> you can come now. Um, it says Justin Roiland's ASMR podcast. Before this, we'll probably have out uh, Adam's episode two, which is funny because we recorded that a bit ago, where he's like, guys, I got a really funny announcement. I'm going to be on Just for Laughs. And uh, he's been on Just for Laughs. Yeah, we're only three months late. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's a really good episode. And then also... We're figuring out what we're going to do after that because we were doing all of our favorite movies, but we we might have lost an episode that we're gonna we definitely out. lost one. Episode. Okay, we we did. <laughs> yeah, might be giving Kevin Pottis back on then to <laughs> talk about a different movie. Then hey, um, he's tied for my favorite thought cop. That's true. Who's your other favorite one? Uh, I mean, probably Zwick. Yeah, I was going to say Zwick too. <laughs> There's another one, right? I don't think so. I can't remember. No, now. probably not. Probably some Jim Cell. I want to imagine Grant Mooney hit a home run. I was going, oh, Pazuki! <laughs> um, yeah, getting all the inside uh, Chicago pad, uh, podcast baseballs. Get the somehow the anime sickos in this. I don't know how. We'll mix it in eventually. <laughs> we can make it happen. Um, but yeah, how, how have you been doing? Uh, I've been, uh, been good. Just. <laughs> the cough is still there. Um, yeah, I just tested positive for COVID. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I tested positive for Jew. Um, oh, I'm so sorry to hear. Ooh, yeah, that's especially that's, bad to have right now. It's, it's okay. We're we're accepting donations uh, <laughs> always. But yeah, things are things are going all right. I've been running some shows, doing some shows. Uh, got to be on a roast battle panel with Jeff Ross, Ooh. which was very fun. Um, not, I mean, I crushed. Uh, but yeah, th- this has been going great. I've been establishing myself in Chicago's, you know, as as one of the preeminent roast battle comics in Chicago now. Mm. So that's changed since last time I've done this podcast. Fuck yeah. Uh, I like that uh, a lot. Who, who did you go up against for that show? Oh, I've gone up against a lot of people. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, who, from in... In order of, like, how badly you destroyed them, who have you gone up against? I, well, also, the thing is, I... Don't view it. I'm not looking for... I don't care about wins and losses. This is my partner on a segment. You have a lot of blood on your hands. Right, right. This is my partner on a segment. I care about having the best battle of the night. Like, that's... I, you know, it's not about the wins and losses. Nobody gives a shit. No one ever walked up to me and went, um, but you lied? (laughs) (laughs) So, like, some some of the best battles... I mean, my first one against Claire Sunby 
legendary. Uh, the one against Ryder Cameraman was very fun recently. One against Leah K. Janian, who had been on uh, the Comedy Central show. Uh, she was great. She also just had a baby. Congrats, Leah. Uh, uh, what a pedestrian thing to do, in my opinion. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, a second baby. Uh, oh, even worse. Oh, that's, right. Oh. that's right. Now you're in danger. <laughs> uh, going up against uh, Evelyn Troutman tomorrow. Oh, that's uh, a wild card right there. Yeah. Well, she's another all-star of the show, yeah. and we run a show together, so might as well say horribly mean things to each other. Was it Hell Graveyard yeah. Shift the last Sunday at G-Man? Uh, it is the third Sunday of the month. Uh, at Demon. Uh, at Demon. Demon. Sorry, there used to be a G-Man. Now there's a Demon. <laughs> uh, and then I also run a show with Christian Roy's second Friday of the month at Lincoln Lodge called Fuck You. Oh, what's that mean? Yeah, where we... Uh, during the show, ask the audience for who they've been wanting to say fuck you to. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Pa where we talk about niche professional Chicago comedian <laughs> showcases and performers. And now three of us aren't performing stand-up anymore. <laughs> Hell yeah. But hey, we're still doing podcasts. <laughs> uh, it's the route every... I feel like that's what happened with Anime Sickos and also that is what happened with Thought Cops too. <laughs> it's the Chicago comedian to niche Chicago podcaster pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> Proud to be a part of. I'll do them now, actually, I think. I feel like that's how Call Her Daddy started. I feel like mm. they were both they were both just running open mics in L.A. Mm. and banging baseball players. And they were like, you know what? This is not about, ba- it's not about banging baseball players thing. <laughs> Way easier on my nights. <laughs> also, a lot more interesting stories than having to like listen to somebody like, so my dick's weird, you know. So. Exactly. I'd rather listen to a professional baseball player say his dick is weird. Exactly. And hear it like, secondhand from somebody with a really good kind of storytelling uh, premise for all that. Um, Johnny Tremaine, where about instead of losing his hand, he lost his dick. Man. You know, I felt so betrayed as a kid when I found that Johnny Tremaine wasn't a real story, like a real person. I mean, it, a lot of factual events in it, but... Yeah. The World Series did just happen. Yeah. And... I feel that part of you know winning the World Series is that the World Series MVP this year, uh, rookie Jeremy Pena, should have to describe his dick in detail. Yeah, not show us, not show us with your words, Jeremy. But if you sign up for his Patreon, <laughs> the highest tier level, no, we should get a Patreon. Going. Bumpy, yeah, yeah, or they can use mm-hmm. Bumpy. I mean, Bumpy okay. could be good. Oh wait, one second. Let's let's get this room tone. I get about. Oh, yeah, that's what I need. Just you know, I didn't like the episode, but I liked the part when the yeah. radiator kicked off. I'm going to edit it. <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, let's talk about Weird Al. Yeah, so I think I, 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 I want to assume we're all pretty big fans of the, the Weird Man. I mean, if you're like of a certain age, like I think that he had fans in like the 80s when he first came around, but then like the 90s when like, uh, what was Alternative Poco? Was that the album before, like, Bad Hair Day? So, uh, it went Alapalooza... No, it, yeah, it went Alapalooza off the deep end, Bad Hair Day running with... The his, one where it's, like, movies. is, like, his face in four different colors, like an Andy Warhol sort of painting? That was a greatest hits album. Really? Okay, well, I'm a poser then, I guess. Oh, you only that, that, was, that was the one that I had. I had that cassette... And I would listen to it on our, uh, our one specific road trip when we would drive 12 hours to Pennsylvania to see my dad's parents. And I would just listen to that over and over again. Hell yeah. The night Santa went crazy. Uh, <laughs> for me, the first was 
uh, which is very funny to me because he is actually very upset that it ever happened. Uh, the Food Album, really? which is another compilation album of just parodies that were about food. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I was in preschool listening to The White Stuff and Taco Grande, having nice. never heard the original songs. <laughs> I, uh, I remember my specific first memory of hearing a Weird Al uh, song was I was in a KB Toys in a mall back when I was growing up in Georgia, and I heard the song, and it was so funny that I started like laughing in the aisle. I had to find my dad. I'm like, is this even legal? Because <laughs> I had heard the song Beat It before, and it was Eat It that was playing. I didn't realize as a kid you could just like do that and then be really funny. Um, but, well, you know... I was concerned about copyrights. You heard Beat It before Eat It, an entirely original composition? Oh, that's true. (laughs) I forgot that Beat It is a parody uh, written by a famous... No, I think that that turn in the movie, we'll get to it, I think that would have been funnier if they'd gone with the real thing where he was upset about being associated with just food. Yeah. Well... Because even when he was on, like, 30 Rock, they, like, food... Was the thing that kept coming up, like he parodied Susudia with Soup Supio. <laughs> well, that's also like food's that, funny though. Man. That always <laughs> comes up with, and this wasn't in the movie, uh, but like that always comes up with uh, oh, Kurt Cobain. Yes, yeah. when when he did the Nirvana parody, and uh, Kurt Cobain was like, "Is it going to be about food?" And I was like, "No, it's going to be about how nobody understood your lyrics." <laughs> I'm so glad he killed himself. And like, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> Al has done I'm joking, a, Courtney Love killed him. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Al has done a song about food since running with scissors. I believe part of when he mm. turned vegan was he also said, I'm and, and I believe he's back to just regular vegetarian now. Mm. Uh he def, he never became level three vegan. He'll still eat something with a shout out. Right. <laughs> uh, but uh part of it was, yeah, I got LASIK. Uh I, I shaved the mustache, and I'm not doing songs about food anymore. Which so is, I think I it's funny. The last Al song about food is Grapefruit Diet. He did tell a story on like Conan this was years ago, probably over a decade, about how he it was about famous people he knew, and he talked about knowing Paul McCartney, and where like he's like, oh, I want to do. Uh, Live and let die, 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 but it's chicken pot pie. And Paul McCartney famously vegans are like, What if you make it tofu pot pie? (laughs) And they're like, Well, but I wanted the breakdown to be like, (laughs) And that wouldn't work with vegan pot pie. Yeah, and so since Paul McCartney wouldn't let him, uh, Al graciously only did it in concerts. (laughs) (laughs) Which is it with like, I'd love to hear some of the Prince parodies he was told no of, because famously, Prince never gave him permission, and in fact, one time uh, at an award show, had a message sent to Al saying, you are not allowed to make eye contact with me. Uh, <laughs> but that's what Al would do a lot, is if uh, permission wasn't granted, or there was something with the rights. Like, he also, uh, when I was growing up, remembered, uh, he had a parody of uh, My Heart Will Go On, called Special Delivery, which was about pizza. It's <laughs> pretty good, man. I, I mean, the, the thing is, food's funny. Food is funny. And I, I was looking over his discography real quick. I do think the last thing he, he did, which is even tangentially related to food, would probably be his song Foil. Mm. Yes, but that's, that's about something that we wrap food in. Yes. 
I'm I'm just saying. What about trapped, in, trapped in a drive-through? That's kind of related to food. Yeah, yeah food adjacent. No, that's food related food to fucking fifteen-year-olds. And <laughs> we need to make that distinction. Yeah, that's true. Oh, uh, uh, but R. Kelly beat it and stuff. Not yeah. worse, <laughs> you know. You know, I've been listening to these, some of these R. Kelly songs. You should change them to R-rated Kelly, in my opinion. <laughs> Trying uh, to get that out there. I worked at a restaurant, the Cobra Lounge. Probably shouldn't say that, but whatever. There's a mustard plug there once. Yeah, at the Snake Pit. Yeah, it, it's it's down there, but apparently R. Kelly's studio was like right by there because a lot of industrial buildings. Mm. And they would do uh, Cobra Lounge would do this thing every year, Moto Blog. It's just a big like a bunch of bikers come down, watch some metal, drink a bunch of beer, and they do a, the restaurant does like a pig roast. But they they told R. Kelly and his people, like, hey, you're not going to be able to get into your fucking studio while this is going on. He apparently showed up and made a big fucking stink, but everybody was able to, like, oh, no, fuck you. We know you're not in jail yet, but we know you're R. Kelly, and also, mm-hmm. even then, you still wouldn't get in because we got a fucking festival going on, yeah. so get the fuck out of here. Uh, now, uh, I do want to, b- before we super go, uh, and Al, being such an Al fan as a kid, I ended up finding there is another... Song parody comedian. Ooh. His name is John Valby. And oh god, he's bad. Like, I oh, thought man. he was funny as a kid, but his like is he his the nickname Jim is, guy? No, his nickname is Dr. Dirty. Oh, and fool. his thing is all of his parodies are dirty. Uh, is what about? So he's like uh, a worse Rudy Ray Moore than basically. So uh, instead of my heart will go on, mm-hmm. uh, it's just about getting a powder. Like it's. I mean that is pretty funny. Yeah. Yes, uh, and I like Rudy Ray Moore. Yeah, I love right. love Rudy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like also John, John Mooney once again. John Valby is one of those white comedians who is not ashamed to say the N word with a hard R. Ooh. So fun that. Ooh. Going back as an adult and uh, trying to listen to him again, I was like, oh, that's not okay. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, because I was thinking about, like, I know a lot of famous, like, musician comedians, but not parody artists. Well, like, also probably his most famous, uh, and, and this will give you uh, an idea of his songwriting, uh, to the tune of Oh, Susanna. Open Laden, oh, don't you die too quick. Oh, I've come to fuck your fanny with some anthrax on my dick. And that is his songwriting. My father was in the military, and he got a, like, it was, like, the first time we had AOL. He got some links from somebody he worked with, probably. And then it was... uh, uh, tub thumping by John Wamble, which was huge at the time. Yeah, but it was all about down, yeah, but it was down. all about. Uh, I think it was like let's get Saddam. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to that time period so specifically of like a few months after September 11th when there were so many like parodies. this is pre this is pre 2001. Wait, that was before. Well, this was yeah, like I. It was definitely because where I was living, like to the 9/11 hadn't happened yet. Yeah. So, uh, this is probably, maybe this was like Kosovo when Kosovo was happening and like Iraq was tied up on that. Hey, kids, pick up a fucking history book. (laughs) If you don't know what we're talking about, the two day war in Kosovo. You know, before we get farther into this episode, all this conversation is making me think, back in those LimeWire days, y'all ever find some songs that were attributed to Weird Al that were not Weird Al songs? Oh, absolutely. And some EXE files. <laughs> I, uh, I discovered a band I like a lot, King Missile, because they had him listed as Weird Al. I'm like, this is a, this is a Weird Al, but this is a fun band. Man, that really 
could have gone another way. Yeah. It's been like a JPEG <laughs> instead of a, a, a wave file. But yeah, no, every bad comedy song it was 99% were attributed to Weird Al, and then 1% was attributed to Adam Sandler. <laughs> so, because like, uh, I remember one about running over the Taco Bell dog was attributed to Adam Sandler. Wow. But yeah, the other 99%, and none of them sounded remotely like Weird Al. Yeah, I should say King Missile sounds nothing like Weird Al. Or they don't do parody songs either. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, it's an interesting one. God, can you imagine that happening now with about putting episodes of Wonder Shows and it's a Weird Al show? (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Wonder Shows and the Weird Al show? I mean, it could be close. Since Wonder Shows, it was a parody of children's shows. Yeah. Yeah. And the Weird Al show was a children's show. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying now. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, Okay. I went for it, and, you know... It's about risk. Yeah, being a comedian is about taking risks. I just didn't hear what, I just, I, I, I just didn't hear what you said. You said being a comedian is about taking risks, <laughs> and that's why I said noodles replacing L's with R's. Right. That's, <laughs> and also, it's about telling the truth, because I think in a way we're kind of like the modern-day philosophers, if you will, <laughs> in that everybody wants to see us executed, and they're right. So, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I feel like we should get into the movie proper. It came out this year. It's weird. The Al Yankovic story. It's directed by <laughs> which, if I'm if I'm sure, I'll, I'll let you go on. But it started like it was just a joke trailer, right? It was a joke trailer. And then they were like, yeah. we could actually make this as a movie. Yeah, uh, it was staring. Uh, staring. <laughs> starring Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul, who has recently legally changed his name to Aaron Paul. Uh, That's and, why I thought Aaron Paul was the guy in the movie, because he's yeah. in the trailer. And, and wait, with, wait, explain this Aaron Paul to Aaron Paul. Hey, <laughs> Aaron Paul was his middle name. Oh! Uh, so, uh... So Aaron, uh, Aaron Paul is Weird Al, and Olivia Wilde as Madonna. Oh, interesting. Uh, I remember it also had uh, Pat Oswalt in there as Dr. Yes, Demento. Yes, Pat right? Oswalt as Dr. Demento as well. Uh, and it was very funny. Uh, and that just was a thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess for years people kept asking, so when's the real movie coming? What is it? And then eventually... It happened. You know, given the streaming wars. Mm-hmm. And I guess Roku was about to be like, hey, guys, I know we're late, but... Yeah. Hey, we did hello. one thing right. We did yeah. one thing right. And, you know, I don't want to go, because we're going to save the reviews for then, but I feel like I was not expecting this to be good or funny, and then when I saw it was coming out through Roku, I'm like, well, this is fucked. <laughs> and then I, then I ended up watching twice, and, like, this is probably one of my favorite comedies I've seen in a while. I, 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 my, I have two ideas about it being on the Roku channel. One, it's either, like, even though Weird Al's been famous enough and relevant for a long-ass time and most places would want to deal with them, maybe nobody would just, like, Weird Al movie, that's stupid. We don't want that. But I think much more likely they went with the Roku channel because Roku channel was going to get completely for free. Yeah. Yeah. I, now, I didn't think it was going to be terrible for two reasons. One, I knew Al was involved. Yeah. And two, also, they would let him being invo- be more involved, right. like other students. Two, very importantly, Daniel Radcliffe has fuck you money. <laughs> yeah. So if he reads the script and doesn't like it, he's not gonna do it. He's going to just mail you a picture of his asshole. Mm-hmm. So, Famous for Equestrius, the one yeah. played it about the horse. And so the the fact that they had him and Rain Wilson who gets residuals from that show that everybody mentions in their Bumble profile. <laughs> and Evan Rachel Wood, who, we were just talking about this, 
was recently the star of a show that had like a hundred plus million dollar budget per season with an audience of four million people. <laughs> like way over, they way overpaid on that, and they overpaid it to her. Like it's so many people who can go. No, you fucking idiot! <laughs> that I knew it. It had a shot at being good. Yeah, it's I, a- I, I would have rather they gotten Aaron Paul rather than Daniel Radcliffe because <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe, his accent, it's fine. So it like turns it. out, uh, Alice talked about this. Daniel Radcliffe was their first choice. Uh, because now that this wasn't just a trailer and that they were making a movie, they were like, look, Daniel Radcliffe does weird shit now. But that's, he, that's he's doing movies where he plays a dead body. He's doing movies where he can't let go of guns. Yeah. He's doing, like, if anyone's gonna, like, do this and be on board and get the tone that we're going for, it's him. So it's wonder, that, that, that's my thought. Like Dana Radcliffe is too weird. You want someone weird to the joke to be not weird, which is why I think they should have cast Idris Elba. But that would have been really I think he would have been the best. That would have been amazing. That would have made this movie a little bit too horny. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen 3,000 Years of Longing, which is... I thought you were going to say Sonic the Hedgehog, too. <laughs> Both of them very horny movies. Oh, I thought that was an alternate title for Sonic 2. Oh. So, 3,000 Years of Longing is a movie where he's a horny genie, and Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is a movie where, where he's made a us genie. all horny. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so. oh, okay, so Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was the result of 3,000 Years of Longing. Yeah, I gotta see that movie, because I'm a huge George Miller fan, too. Um, yeah, that would have been amazing casting. I do want to say, I thought it was going to be good, too, for, like you said, Weird Al was involved, and specifically, I found out he was writing the movie, because famously, he also wrote UHF, which is also an amazing comedy that he I did. wanted to bring Twinkie Wiener sandwiches, but I couldn't find Cheese Whiz. Oh. I had all the other ingredients, but I feel like Cheese well, Whiz is a very important. Yeah, and you got to dunk him in milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, Daniel Radcliffe, I feel like I've I've gained respect for, because I really did enjoy the movie Swiss Army Man, which I thought he was hilarious in. Oh, yeah, I love Daniel Radcliffe. I just think, like, especially that scene when they're doing, like, the, the doors, he takes his shirt off. Yeah. I, like, I'm not a tan guy, but, like, if you're going to be in a fucking movie, go spend a weekend in a tanning bed. No, it's Weird Al. He's, he's not playing. Yeah, yeah, but the, the joke is supposed to be outside. that he's buff, right? That he's Yeah, but the joke isn't that we're going to tell Weird Al that he's too pale. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I think it works because I was watching this with Barbara for both of the rewatch, this and this, because she's also a Weird Al fan. And the first time we watched it, it says, ooh, Daniel Radcliffe. So I think I think they nailed it to know that at least they got somebody horny for Daniel Radcliffe getting a shirt. Yeah, That's they right. got me horny for Daniel Radcliffe. He's in great shape. Yeah. It, uh, look, we, we were talking about this before we were recording. This movie made me incredibly horny for Evan Rachel Wood and Madonna. Yeah. Uh, specifically, Madonna from 40 years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right now, oof, a little rough. I, I think even two years ago would be fine. Whatever's happening right now is rough. What, right, but whatever's happening right now gives me a shot. Uh, actually, <laughs> I think... If you're for, listening, Madonna. Now, look, at, if, if we're talking about arrows when I had a shot with Madonna, right now, uh, also, uh, early 2000s when she thought she was Jewish. Right. <laughs> Jewish mysticism specifically, yeah. which is very Jewish funny. mystic Madonna. 
Early uh, early two thousands, believing golems could be real. That's right. I'm ta- I'm taking her home, and we're gonna be dead quicker than a ray light. Where do, where where do I get the Jewish mystic Madonna alt skin for Fortnite? I need that so bad. Oh, you had to get that last February yeah. twenty one. You had to watch Ninja for sixty nine hours, which means you had to hear the N word at least fifty times. <laughs> Um, oh, you have, you under- have to have sex with Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, all these are bad options. <laughs> Quicker than an Edward shout um, <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, so, yeah. Getting into that, the director is Eric Apple, who also did the trailer for the Weird Al movie. This is his first full-length movie. Really? And do you know what he was famous for doing for this? was directing Son of Zorn. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited when I saw that. The yeah, guy, but we all know, like, I guess us three know yeah. what it is. Adam, you didn't laugh. I but, remember not liking that show. I remember it existing, but never watched it, though I'm sure yeah. I didn't watch it because I'm like, there's no way this is going to be good. It's I, replacing quintuplets. Yeah. I, I remember being excited that Tim Meadows had work. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think because we were on the, the same comedy tour with Jamie Carbone where we were, or was that another one? I mean, I'm tr- I don't think Jamie was on the tour. Okay, so this one, I, w- I did a comedy tour with Jamie Carbone, and I know Rob Kuschel was there for sure, but we got really bored, and I had my megaphone with me, so he decided to, when we were in St. Louis, an impromptu tour of St. Louis. Do so much megaphone stuff. <laughs> I, if I ever get back, I'm, I mean, I'm not stopping. <laughs> but he got a megaphone, I'm gonna use it. He grabbed out the megaphone, because he got really bored when we were driving through St. Louis, and started doing his own fake tour to people on the sidewalk that were walking by, and he's, one of my favorite moments is he looked at that building over there is where they're currently recording Son of Zorn. <laughs> it just made me laugh so hard. Oh, Jamie Carbone, shout out to that beautiful, beautiful they, them. I love you. Uh, love you, Jamie. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, well, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't need to go down that route of like just how much I miss them. I miss them and we got to get them back to the podcast in the future. Um, but Son of Zorn, don't forget well, it. Let's talk about the structure of the movie now, because the movie... Well, we can talk about Son of Zorn a little bit more. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cartoon barbarian that lives with the the family from Alf. Let Roger Rabbit, Rabbit meets sitcom. Johnny Pemberton's their son. Let's <laughs> storyboard the Son of Zorn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so First off, get Patrick Paul, Warburton. Uh, Aaron yeah. Paul as Zorn. Yeah. <laughs> But the animated version. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. Aaron Paul is Zorn, but, but think of this, think of this. <laughs> Ryan Cranston as his son. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know when we pitch this to Fox, they're just going to say, like, okay, Aaron Paul's great, but could we get Chris Pratt? <laughs> I feel like when we pitch it to Fox, they're going to be like, okay... But can you work in Amanda Beers? <laughs> <laughs> we could. Also, do you hate being alive? Yeah. Welcome to the Fox Network. <laughs> when you're listening to do the you podcast. like shitty bosses? Yeah. Oh, Rupert Murdoch still alive somehow. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't been assassinated yet. Well, hopefully one day. Um, <laughs> uh, by, by the way, uh, since, since I, uh, I do just want to bring up uh, that that uh, year end movie awards. <clears throat> My award for dads. Back from this tour with the cigarettes. <laughs> the top two candidates are Amanda Beerson Bros <laughs> and uh, Ki Hyung Kwan in uh, in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, I just needed to like the, I watch a lot of movies, and this year they were two people who were like, "Wait, is that?" Welcome back, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so true, man. Specifically, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Just such an amazing film. You, yeah, you just gotta see it. People Did he like, ever make the joke that like, yeah, I'm not Jet Li. Yeah. Uh, well, so what happened was he 
stopped acting because he saw the roles that he was being Asian, offered in that, the world. Fucking, and that like all Asian actors were being offered. Yeah. And then what sparked him to come back was the success <laughs> of the movie Crazy Rich Asians. Oh. <laughs> I remember that, that had a, a kind of like snakes on a plane thing where the studio wanted to change the name of the film. They were like, no, you've got to fucking call it Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> yeah. Well, the studio wanted to make it uh, even more uncomfortable. So. Oh, I didn't, don't no, know I'm that kidding. much. Oh, yeah, joke, <laughs> I was about to say, joke pass, we can't go down further. Uh, <laughs> is, I, I will be asked to leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the studio just wanted to make the title of the movie a gong sound for some reason. <laughs> uh, but, you know, they were booting the gong show at the time with Michael Myers. Uh, they, I wish I didn't know that was a real thing. They wanted to name the movie <laughs> They're rebooting the gong show? Do you guys remember the original reboot for the gong show? Yeah, Extreme yeah. Gong. Michael Myers. <laughs> No, Extreme Gong. Oh, there was an Extreme Gong? Yeah, from like the... It might have just been on the Game Show Network, but when I was in middle school, I watched a lot of the Game Show Network. But this was like, yeah, it was called Extreme Gong, and it was the same concept. Some dude, I don't remember who he is. I know he took over as host Chuck of Wolf, You Are right? the Weakest Link after the lady left. There could be so many people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I remember the... Yeah, it was just... They would have people come on doing, like, legitimate acts, but then they would also have, like, usually, like, a character show up and do some stuff. Okay. Some fake acts would be in his person. And the one time the host sang Rock Lobster because he lost the bet, and that was the first time I ever heard Rock Lobster. I'm like, oh, this song's kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> apparently, in 2008, oof, there was a version uh, hosted by David Tell. That's right! I remember oh, that. Oh, man. Was that, like... He was, no way he was sober yet. No, at that no. Point. And that, that was on like Comedy Central, right? Uh, um, you mean I could have been watching that and drawn together at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was Yeah, it was on Comedy Central. It was a Happy Madison listen, production. Listen wow. to oh, that makes sense. Listen that makes to so Zookeepers at sense. Home Listening. I know Drawn Together was not 2008. That was around 2002 to 2004. Don't at me. I think that's a little But annoying. also, okay. Maybe we're, 1999. We're getting, no, that, we're that's, getting that's all these now. like no. real world cast back together, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like we... We had the real world homecoming for New Orleans. It was great. Julie is insane. I need the drawn together homecoming. We we can do this. I do not want Adam Carolla to have more work. Yeah. Well, they did a, a movie. Spanky can like, be two, dead. Yeah. I mean, Actually, but also, in like that would be appropriate. Flash is dead. Yeah. Yeah, this this all works out so well. But also, Adam Carolla kind of was playing like a character that he is in real life, yeah. so it kind of works, but I don't want him to get money either. You ever want to, like, perk yourself up, watch, like, the Adam Carolla talk show from Comedy Central? Because it's, like, the saddest thing ever, but it's happening to Adam Carolla. Yeah. Like, he had, like, they originally, I think they had, like, a studio audience, but nobody would laugh at his jokes. So then instead right, of having a laugh stinky. track, they would they remove the studio audience, but he would still tell jokes, and then there'd just be nothing. He'd be like waiting for the laugh, and then just move on to the next fucking joke. Wow. Uh, then they had Steve-O on as a guest, because that's like the best they could get, and Steve-O shows up. Like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Steve-O is the best. Go on. He's yeah. a good guest. Well... Because he just completely wow. fucking hammered. Yeah. And, and like, he, like... Uh, so before I think, he got so... I think, yeah, 
way before he got sober. Okay. Like I think like he I don't think he cuts his tongue with the, like a piece of glass, but he does he have a glass table and he just kicks it in. Oh my god. Yep. That's okay, that's a pretty sweet way to like end <laughs> and gorilla just keeps saying like, Oh, that's a rental. <laughs> he's he's is obviously very uncomfortable. <laughs> but like they couldn't like the best they could get was somebody in the throes of addiction. Hey, at least you know that jewelry. Uh, some people get ripped off by contractors. Uh. <laughs> Property Brothers? Um, man, we're going down through a lot of paths. I think it was called like to catch a contractor or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Am I even right? A really dumb fucking name, but it was like, whoa, he's charging you too much and not doing the work. Oh, let's tell him to fuck off and do his job. Every day he calls Comedy Center like, hey, you guys want to bring back Crank Crank Yankers? Which they did, I <laughs> They think. did? Oh, did they? they? They did. Yes. Shit. Yeah. Dude. Okay, so that, to catch a contractor, they must have tried to get Tim Allen for that, and he was too busy, right? Well, yeah. Adam Grola used to be a contractor. Really? Oh, yeah. That's so that's what, like... Also, Tim Allen still has a lot of money. Yeah, also, Perola probably has look, money. If, if you're gonna if you're gonna get a show to start Tim Allen, it has to be about how men and women are different. Oh, oh exactly. that started right. That's been his whole thing. Home Improvement was like, oh, trying to raise boys in this world, and then his most recent show is, oh, it's hard to be a man in a house full of women. That's not his most recent show anymore because he has the Santa Claus show on Disney Plus. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, now it's oh, it's hard oh to God. be Santa with all these kids thinking they're gay. I remember uh, <laughs> Tyler Jackson did a podcast with uh, Kevin White, and it yeah. was Game Flops. Yeah, we did a couple episodes, but one of the first episodes was the Home Improvement Game. And it was so revealing to me when they talked about Home Improvement, the show, and the premise for that show was that Tim Allen hosted a commercial. Yeah. Like, like, oh, our sponsor today is this power tool. That's all it was. Mm -hmm. They were just there to be a commercial for a product. I didn't even realize that until now. Yeah, it's insane. Like, like that's that's your, like, and also that, like, he was in, like, oh, he's a macho man, but the joke is that he's incapable. Right. Yeah, I mean, they don't call him Tim the Tool Man Taylor yeah. for nothing. Karin was there to bail him out every time. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He was just a humble beta male. Yeah. yeah. You know? I feel, well, this is what I, I, I want to say. I kind of always hope he comes back, but super progressive, where he's like, raising the thing these days. It's real hard. <laughs> Maybe it's just we're, 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 have, we're so connected to our Weird Al members that we're regressing. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're 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 stuff. We have fallen to, into such a 90s hole. I'm surprised we haven't had like Rocco's Modern Life at this point. Also, also uh, our host, Martin Felschman, gave us all a bunch of Game Boy games. Yeah, yeah. I did so, contribute to this. I'm so sorry. Yeah, a bunch of <laughs> Ultraman and Kamen Rider. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, Okay, so we should we haven't even actually described the movie yet. Well, I was try, I was starting to. Like, it starts out, it's your basic yeah, parody. <laughs> it's a parody of a biopic. Yeah. yeah. Which I compare this movie a lot to Walk Hard. Yeah, no, this is definitely... This is definitely like Walk Hard. I didn't even yeah. think about that, but that makes so, sense. It's not as good as Walk Hard. So, yeah. but it's, it's, weird Al, it's Weird Al, so that's fine. Because, yeah, yeah we're, I mean, I should say this. I, once again, I don't want to reveal too much to get through this. I thought this was really funny. I enjoyed it a lot. But Walk Hard is probably one of the perfect parody movies made. So, what, what I think is, like, everybody's comparing this to Walk Hard. I think this and Walk Hard are two very different versions mm-hmm. of. Parody of a biopic. Yes. Where Walk Hard is, you know, it's an Avatar movie. It's yeah. a joke per second. It's let's make all of this as ridiculous as possible. Whereas this is 
let's take an actual real person and like just make up a story of their life that didn't happen. Yeah. Then like put in some of the stuff that you know is real. Mm-hmm. Put in a few like yes, Weird Al did get his first accordion from a traveling salesman. Yes, and but not. not in. Because his mom bought it out of guilt because his dad beat him half to death. <laughs> so I would say more like three quarters. I really wish when the <laughs> I want to talk about Weird Al's dad. He's played by the venerable Toby Huss. Yeah, Artie the strongest man in the universe. From uh, is that Artie? Yeah, that's yeah. Artie, baby. Holy what? shit! Yeah, why do you think you beat him up so easily? Oh my god! Because he's the strongest man there in the world. <laughs> in the world. Uh, by the way, uh, I was talking about rose battles earlier. I did. Uh, tell uh, Matt Mitchell, uh, if anybody knows him, uh, when we battled, that he looks like Big Pete fucked Little Pete. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Sandy, this one's for you. Um, But yeah, that was Toby Huss. He does a very good job. And also, like, he's wearing, like, a uh, tight white t-shirt through a lot of it, and he's got a very good body. Yeah. Like, he's got a very, like, like, uh, like Larry Fine from the Three Stooges oh, body. very fine. Oh, yeah, Larry Fine. <laughs> Larry Fine. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they take a lot of Even, like, little... If you're a really huge Weird Al fan, like, the another one rides the bus doing the percussion by uh, their drummer on the accordion case. Because no. they famously lost the drum set for that show where you had to do that. So, so yeah, that that's another thing that was recorded in a bathroom in real life. Mm-hmm. It was not a bus stop bathroom, right? No. It was a dorm bathroom. Yeah, I thought it was very, very like I loved the just convenient and let's never talk about it. Uh, his roommates just becoming his bandmates. <laughs> I like that, and I I saw that coming because like. The one dude with longer hair is very obviously looks exactly like was the guitar player. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. Well, yeah, no, no, no. So, so the long hair that's the basis that's Steve J, and then the other one definitely looked like uh, Jim West, and then I, the we long all hair forget, is the only one all, I recognize. Yeah, we all forget when Bermuda had hair. So <laughs> <laughs> I got that. Like, but it is also kind of fun that there's that little nod to. Weird Al has had the same band the entire time. Mm-hmm. His newest band member is the keyboard player who's been with him since like 92, 93. So the fact that like they were always there, it's dumb, it's funny, but it is also kind of, oh yeah, no, of course they were always there. This is another 90s tangent, but you remember when the Drew Carey show went weird and like he formed a band and dyed his hair blonde and he played accordion in the band? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of weird parts in that one. <laughs> which ties back to this because they had Dietrich Bader as the narrator, which and I thought <laughs> Yeah. Which I thought was um Unnecessary. Dietrich Dietrich Bader, who uh unfortunately is now the only Batman voice actor we have. Oh well, yeah, we why am I forgetting his name? Uh, uh fucking uh, no, who, Joe. Robocop? No, Joe from Arrested Development. Oh. Oh, oh, Will Arnett. Yeah, yeah Will Arnett. Lego, Bat- Lego Batman. Batman. But yeah. I was saying He's also Lego from Batman, but yeah. uh, Robocop from Peter Weller. He was uh, Batman in the Dark Knight Returns movies. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, it's good to know. Uh, I, it is a, a bummer about Kevin Conroy passing away, but man. It's but, one of those things where like I've known like, like all the celebrities that are dying recently are like the same age as my parents. Yeah. And it's very really like... Really make you think about mortality. Yeah, yeah. Like... Well, like I, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, you guys watched Balding Gray ever? His monologues. Yeah, but I think it's time to tell your parents to start getting into voice acting before it's too late. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, right now HBO Max is looking for a lot of them, so they have shows yeah. they got to pick up again. <laughs> Ooh, bummer. Um, yeah, I, I feel like. I mean, we don't even need to do, like, I'd say a plot summary for this, because, once again, it's, it's a silly... You can go off of acts, yeah, because the I, first act is a basic biopic parody. Yeah, right, exactly. and, like, it tells you in the first five minutes, there's that line of your father and I were talking, and we think it would be better for everybody if you stopped being yourself and doing the things that you love. Which made me laugh very loudly. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, his dad wants him to work in a factory, and... You'll know what we make when you work at the factory. Now, me being a diehard Weird Al fan, I believe it's a nasal decongestant factory. (laughs) (laughs) Though I do love the scene when he does take a job at the factory at the end of Act 2 to connect with his father. It's like, okay, you turn this wheel, it's going to turn green, then you flip this switch, it's going to turn red, then you're going to put the switch down, turn the wheel again, (laughs) and it's going to turn back to green. One of my also one of my favorite throwaway jokes is where there's other buttons on the side he's not supposed to touch and he's like, Oh, I guess I'll touch that and then a person gets killed. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> we, we don't know if that person died, but they got horribly maimed. Horribly maimed for sure, at least. Their legs are gone after <laughs> uh, great movie. I like now now again, there are some things that are true. There you know, uh he he did beat out Prince for not technically the best, but arguably the most famous guitar uh, according player in an incredibly niche genre of music. <laughs> uh he did kill Pablo Escobar with a right. platinum record. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Got a real good throwing arm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he did reject the play Rite Aid uh, out of principle. Right. No no he he uh Al has actually brought up that uh he did play Rite Aid with them and blew them out of the water. (laughs) He mentions that in the end song. That's That's the only thing they changed. Uh, Which, I I loved how that's the path. Like, uh, in real life, Weird Al and Madonna have had a conversation. (laughs) Uh, They didn't ask her. And that's Leo for sex, right? They They did not talk to... So they didn't she ask was, her about, about like, hey, we're going to make, we're going to turn you into Courtney Love in this movie. Right. <laughs> Worse than Courtney Love. Uh, but no, no they I don't like, think that's possible. Uh, so <laughs> like from what? Yeah. Now, now, I believe, I believe this thought process. If anybody is going to be fucking cool with it, it's Madonna right. because this is so clearly a joke. Mm-hmm. But I just. Evan Rachel Wood as Madonna is incredible. Mm. She apparently watched a ton of interviews to get her her speech cadence down. And just also, like, she is the, like, oh, my God, if I become famous, I can date women like that yes. in this movie. <laughs> uh, now, the Yankovic bump is a thing of this. That is also a thing that was real. Yeah. Yes. Like, not to this extent, but, like... Nirvana's record label called Weird Al once and said, hey, thank you. You're the reason we sold an extra million copies of Nevermind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, me, which, it makes sense. He's opening oh, yeah. you up to another, to another fan base. But, yeah, it, like, the fact that Madonna would only date him to try to get that bump, and that she would only realize that she was using him for fame when she decides... <laughs> 
that she could run a cartel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another fun thing, I mean, to jump a little bit way ahead, which is actually towards the end of the movie, of when she's at the gravestone and putting the rose down, it is almost shot for shot, the scene from Metal Gear Solid 3, <laughs> with Big Boss versus the grave of his former mentor, which is such a funny, weird thing to put in. So. <laughs> to me, probably my favorite gag is... With Edith being a, in this movie, he goes on an LSD trip that tells him he needs to write original songs, which, by the way, he was always doing, look at any Weird Al album, half mm-hmm. the songs are originals. Uh, and so he decides to write Edith a completely original composition, not based on any other piece of music. And then later on, gets the phone call. That Michael Jackson has parodied Beat It. What, you mean that kid from the Jackson 5? Yeah. He's actually pretty su- successful now. I mean, right. Well, I don't know. Kind of it's called Beat It. Is it about eggs? No, it's about yeah. fighting or avoiding a fight. Yeah. Oh, that was something I loved. I loved seeing Weird Al in this film as and that record executive. Yes. Oh, yeah, the brothers. And uh, Will Forte oh, yeah. as his uh, partner. Just saying, like, you are the worst person I've ever seen, Weird Al, <laughs> and you're ugly. And the actual Weird Al was like, okay, okay, let's calm down. <laughs> I, I also loved, like, the idea that another one rides a bus was written on a dare <laughs> by the bassist of Queen yeah. at a party that also had the party and, scene is my favorite scene. Uh, Andy Warhol, <laughs> Divine, Pee- not Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, Dolly, Salvador Dolly, Elvira. and Gallagher at it. Yeah. Elvira, and also my favorite was Dimitri Martin as Tiny Tim, but I'm also I love Tiny Tim. Yeah. <laughs> also, Frank Zappa was there, but didn't have a. Oh yeah, yeah, he yeah. didn't say anything. I, I noticed Frank Zappa, which also favorite Weird Al song is Genius in France, which is a pastiche of Frank Zappa song. I love. And I wanted to mention earlier, like I think the Earwolf family of performers yeah. had a lot to do with this movie being I mean, able to get made because, like, you've got Scott Ackerman as a cop mm-hmm. earlier in the movie, Johnny Pemberton again. Yeah, it was, it was uh, and uh, Paul F. Tompkins as Gallagher. Gallagher. Also, yeah. it's very prescient I, casting. Well, yeah, when all of them are using their weird like like sound effect things to add to another one rides the bus. Yeah, like it ends with Gallagher crushing a watermelon with a mallet. But like, also, it is like Weird Al reached out to a bunch of his friends. It was like, do you want a cameo? Like that's yeah, very beginning of the movie. Is him showing up at the hospital and the doctor's on Manuel Miranda, which I'm glad he didn't run any music for this because I like actual rap. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I always just think, get I just think that Alexander Hamilton is the worst founding father. Yeah, <laughs> best music about him though. Yeah, yeah probably. But Benjamin Franklin definitely the best because that dude was fucking mm-hmm. not even a joke. He was just going around. And fucking oh, he, oh yeah. he fucked a lot. Yeah, what a cool dude. <laughs> Brought ice cream back from France to America and fucked a lot of women. I mean, he had just living the dream to be honest. Yeah, he was like, hey, baby, how about I tell you to okay? <laughs> I got this. I got this idea, right? Like, what if like we push the time back an hour? Yeah, yeah then I got fall. another hour to fuck you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, it was for me, the national bird would be the turkey. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's actually just a fact there again. Yeah. The national bird would be a turkey, and we lay in bed, 
eating turkey off each other all gobble, the time. Gobble, gobble, baby. <laughs> Everyone else wanted to eat Plurizunum, but I wanted it to be mind your business. <laughs> yeah, I wanted it to be gobble, gobble these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Big old nuts, famously, as written in the Constitution. I'm glad we all know a little bit about history. Yeah. Our Constitution Article 7? Yeah. Section three, Ben Franklin's big old nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Just big hawking nuts. Uh, what a great founding father. Uh, I believe the third amendment is that Thomas Jefferson also has some swag. Uh, Thomas Jefferson's nuts be swanging and begging. Yeah. And also famously, John Hancock has a big signature because he's actually 30 feet tall. Um, and his hands were dicks. Yeah, his hands yeah were Ben dicks. Franklin also invented the CDs. That's true. CD nuts. Yeah, he uh, he was also known uh, for his research into mind goblins. Mm. <laughs> yes. Mind goblins nuts. Uh, and okay, well we got a couple more. I just have, have one other uh, our uh, other founding father, uh, Dave Thomas. Uh, the founder of Wendy's, <laughs> yeah, right? Yes. Because yeah, I do you eat Wendy's. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you eat Wendy's. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just a, it's a bummer that Ben Franklin also famously passed away from ligma. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Who's Ben Franklin? <laughs> ben Franklin, these nuts. <laughs> okay, well, we did this. We did Bunzuki, ben Franklin, these nuts. <laughs> Another t shirt. It's got to be like a silhouette of Ben Franklin doing that. Hey, all right. Harry, <laughs> but we can also make it a t-shirt. Hey, Ben Franklin, <laughs> coming to play. I mean, we could do it. Yeah, no, just put, put like an old mistress on that shirt, too. Yeah, just make Ben Franklin a turtle. <laughs> it just makes sense. I liked the entire movie, but it really does. I'm less into it when like Madonna gets kidnapped by Pablo Escobar, <coughs> and they try and like make it like not like just a parody of biopic. Well, this is the one thing I'm going to give them, though, which is they did one fantastic callback joke to the Hey Boy, which made me laugh very hard. Yes. Oh, yeah. The hey Boy was... <laughs> especially the main, hey Boy. It's Spanish going, Hey Boy. <laughs> I fucking forgot about the Hey Boy. <laughs> like, yeah, that that to me was... They, they built the building blocks. And then, yes, in Act 3, they let it get super off the rails because... Why not? I mean, <laughs> this movie ends with Weird Al being assassinated in 1985, despite having already written Amish Paradise. <laughs> like, <laughs> this this movie, I think, would fit snugly somewhere into the Back to the Future canon. I don't know where, but somewhere. It's I about really, kids, money. <laughs> I, I really wish when, like, he went to the jungle to save Madonna from Pablo Escobar... They would have recreated the Rambo scenes from UHF. Oh, that would have been. Well, I think the they were going for that, but this movie was shot in eighteen days, so they couldn't really? do the scene where, yes. like, when, does he eat metal or he eats bullets and then spits them out yeah. like a machine gun? Yeah. That's the scene I always remember. But yeah, no, this movie was shot in eighteen days, uh, and pr- probably did not have much of a budget. Uh, that that's an incredible. It, it's crazy quick to yeah. It it took me filmed in eighteen days. Filmed in okay. eighteen days. It took me longer to edit the last episode of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, I, I feel like I want to talk about the one specific thing before we get to our rating reviews for this, uh, which is one of the weirdest, most minute like jokes they put in this is in the mirror of his mansion. Yes. And the lyrics of, if money can't buy you happiness, I guess I'll have to rent it, which is specifically from his original song for the movie, Johnny Dangerously. And the song, This Is The Life, which is one of my all-time favorite Red Al songs. Uh, I do want to point out uh, that, that my one slight disappointment is that Roku did not have this screen for Oscar eligibility. Oh, yeah. I uh, like I, apparently their goal was they're going to shoot for creative arts Emmys. I honestly would give it like at least nominations. It was up to me. Yeah, if I was in the Oscar Academy, I would be voting to nominate this for best supporting actress and best adapted screenplay. Oh, one hundred percent. Like, I, I totally disagree with that. But oh wow, oh, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want. What good movies have come out this year? I, 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 don't, know, I don't know. I don't know about that. Here. But I mean, like, well, everything, oh, everyone. Well, well, I don't. I don't respect the Academy to begin with. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but who who who's beating out Evan Rachel Wood for best supporting actress? If this is eligible, like, I'm, trying to, think, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think any movie that came out. Uh, actress. Uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, someone yeah. from the new Octane movie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like that's no, the one Curtis woman that was Halloween in it. ends. Uh, they would probably put her lead. No, uh, I, I actually haven't seen Halloween. But ends. also, uh, so again, there's five nominees. Right, yeah. I'm saying I would nominate Evan Rachel Wood. Not necessarily that that it would get the Oscar, but I would consider this movie to be in contention for nominations for those. But movies. I want to talk about Roku TV for a moment. Okay, yeah, it would be like I would watch, be watching the movie and like, oh, this is good. And then a commercial would start playing, and it would take like 15 seconds for me to realize it was not a part of the movie. Yeah, because you know how commercials are like weird and seem like they were like a fake reality so it would fit right in yeah. the parody movie. I've had this issue with other times when I've streamed <laughs> silly parody movies and I think the first one I saw was a T-Mobile movie that was Love Actually themed. That's the one, the Christmas one. Yeah. yeah. With the dude who's like Zach trying Rath. to get the... Try, yeah. But like it's from a scene like a dude trying to get his best friend's wife to commit adultery with him. Yeah, yeah, and like the the, the which probably I just call it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it was very weird. And they could have it would have been brilliant if they built the commercials into the. I agree with that. Like you mentioned that they do do the thing that like a TV movie would do, where they have breaks. At specific well, acts and parts. As somebody like, who did not watch this movie legally, I'm glad that they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as Weird Al told all of his Australian fans, definitely bit torn this if you can. <laughs> but it's also, I feel like with Roku TV, I think they can have some popularity if they try and make it feel like flipping through channels in 1995. Yeah. Because, like, I, I kind of, like, as boring as it was, I missed that. We're like, I'm just like, okay, what's this? What's this? What is this weird fucking commercial I'm saying? I, I, let them, like... Where's Eagle Man? Let, yeah, like, <laughs> private businesses put commercials on local Roku stations. I will fight for you. <laughs> I, I do feel like that would... 
That would pander specifically to us. I don't think there's a large audience for that. I think that's a, okay. I guess you're just saying us, like us four, or like because no, I kind of think our like generation us in general, horrible, horrible fucking nerds. No, like you're us saying us is in the three of you who regularly host this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically. It. And now I'm just thinking about the Eagle Man commercial. I've got something for you. Um, I love this commercial so much. Um, yeah, I wanted to specifically go back to the one quote they had of his song from Johnny Dangerously because it took me back to Comedy Central specifically. Like in the late 90s, early 2000s, where it'd always be them playing the movies of either Johnny Dangerously, Transylvania 6500, or Haunted Honeymoon. Is either three of those movies were always playing on Comedy Central at certain at a certain points. So I remember them playing the Elvira movie a lot. Yeah. In the definitely mid 2000s, that was Joe Dirt every, Joe Dirt, every yeah. other day. Joe Dirt, and then they made the Hebrew Hammer, and then it was that. Oh yeah. my god, I haven't, I haven't thought about the Hebrew Hammer. I like the Hebrew Hammer. Time. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> yeah. You didn't forget about you, Martin. Oh, Adam, let's get you back for the Hebrew Hammer. Yeah, and then I think for <laughs> a while it was. Uh, Goldberg, I want to say? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think for a while it was. Uh, they were showing Death to Smoochie a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a movie John I honestly love. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I like. Again, as somebody who, who sees a lot of movies, and especially a lot of movies in theaters where this one obviously wasn't in the theater, I really like what they did with this. There's a lot of times where people rave about a movie and I'll watch it and I'm like, oh, you've just never watched another movie. Right. <laughs> like, people rave about Don't Worry Darling, which is just the sta- the Stepford Wives Taylor's version. Mm-hmm. But, and also Harry Styles cannot fucking act. Yeah, but he's so but, handsome. Yeah, but <laughs> is he can't act. Is that but in this, like, in this movie, they did, like, Again, people are making the walk hard comparisons, and that's them trying to be, oh, I've seen a movie before. <laughs> but we haven't had this, which is, you know, a, a comedy played straight. That's that's the thing that, that walk hard didn't do, is walk hard wasn't trying to play straight. No, walk hard was not trying to play it straight. It's a, it's a Zuckerberg style parody. They totally right. played it straight. No, no, it walk That's hard, what makes it funny. Walk hard did not. This didn't have any lines like, I'm cutting that pretty bad. Like, Walk Hard is a great, very funny comedy. But this is like Daniel Radcliffe, you being a serious biopic, and we're just going to have all this stuff shit happen. Like, nobody is playing at Zany, which is, Walk Hard is is a great, very funny movie with a lot of very funny people. This works because the lead actor is from, and John C. Riley is as well. But this movie works because the lead actor has so many serious chops. Yeah, yeah. Like the, <coughs> and Evan Rachel would as well. That like they get to just play it straight as the script just gets more and more of a lie. Also, Walk Hard is based on a fictional character, mm-hmm. like. Again, very, very funny movie. But with this, they took, hey, let's take a real person. Let's pretend to tell the story of their lives while just going completely off the rails. Let's have the actors play it straight the whole time. And yeah, it's, just, it's super fun. There's a certain joy to it of like having Weird Al himself introduce the movie and then having him be murdered in 1985. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love the uh, ending credits picture. Like, for one thing, you see. How like unusual he looked as a as a preteen and oh, a teenager. Yeah. Like he like 
<laughs> had a very puffy face. Like, I'm sure we all looked weird yeah, when we were that age. But it was just like, I remember the first picture, it's him, like, it was like 12 years, like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But, like, <laughs> the idea that also with that, you have the real pictures... And, and then, then the fake pictures they started doing. Yeah. Like, well, who was holding him in a headlock? Was it the Pope? No, no, that was the Queen of England. The Queen yeah. of England. Which, yeah. Great, great timing on that. <laughs> yeah. And then you get, like, the full gore of him being assassinated. <laughs> like, Which would be really funny. It's, it's so yeah. funny they cut away from it and then they just show that <laughs> yeah. fucking still. I, I wish the movie had been gorier in parts. Like, specifically when Toby Huss... Al's dad was beating up the accordion salesman. Yeah. Like, I feel like they, in the script, it was meant to be way bloodier yeah. with everybody's reaction. But then you see him and he's just like, just bleeding out his nose and like, he's like, <laughs> but like, I think like his, it should look like he should be completely covered in like tomato. No, 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 and no, like, that's all internal bleeding. It's where the blood's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. Keep it in the body. <laughs> um, I feel like we should get to the, the ratings uh, section of the, uh, this point of the podcast. I think only fitting to give it but, you know, five out of five of accordions for the rating system. You know, oh, five being the best, one being yeah. the worst. I thought you were going to say platinum records. Oh, pla- oh, pl- oh five platinum. <laughs> Fuck. Fucked it up. <laughs> We're back already. Fucked it up. Um, yeah, we should do it. I, I got to restart the episode. <laughs> okay, welcome to Pazuki. Uh, okay, no. um, I'm going to give this a very solid four out of five platinum records going into Escobar's head. Um, <laughs> because I feel like it, it, it's not a, it's not a, perfect comedy but it is a really great comedy especially after there hasn't been any for a very long time it's a great satire I feel like even if you didn't grow up loving Weird Al you'd find this movie enjoyable and funny uh, but most importantly, the Hey Boy bit made me laugh really hard both times. So I will give this also four out of five accordions. It's very solid. It's a very good movie, and more importantly than anything else, it's Weird Al. Yeah, you know he he's earned to be like like I'm, I'm thinking Carol Burnett. We're like, she can laugh in a comedy scene. She can break character, but it's okay. She's paid her dues. Yeah. Weird Al's paid his fucking dues. There could be things that I don't agree with or like in the movie, but it's Weird Al. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to love it. <laughs> uh, I give it uh, four platinum albums and a gold album. Ooh. Uh, this is... Uh, yeah, How many so, platinum albums is one gold worth? Uh, Probably two. So uh, a gold album is half of a platinum album. Oh, oh gold or less? Yeah. So gold okay. is five hundred thousand, and platinum is a million. Very much like a Doughboy's four fourths yeah. two times. I forgot uh, that platinum is a more valuable metal. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, to me, this is it's my number two comedy. Of the year. like, if you consider everything everywhere all at once a comedy, it is my number two comedy of the year. Yeah. If you don't. It edges out Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul as my <laughs> comedy of the year. Which, by the way, if y'all haven't seen that one, watch it. it uh, but yeah, it's it's the greatest entertainer of our time. It, he really is, too. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry that the days are over of him doing the like full costume changes and mm-hmm. you know and, and and wearing the fat suit. If you never got to experience one of those concerts, I'm sorry. Taylor Swift does not have goddamn shit on Weird Al Yankovic. No. <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift wishes she could be as entertaining as Weird Al Yankovic. She wishes she wrote TMZ. Uh, <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a very... It, to me, it was... 
one of my most highly anticipated movies of the year, and it lived up to the hype that I had for it. Uh, super funny, and yeah, it's it's a movie that that I will watch again. Mm. We're breaking tradition with Pods that keep actually watching good, entertaining films. So it is. It's a nice change of pace. Yeah, I appreciate movie. Hey, yeah. Last time I was here, it was the good Suicide Squad. Movie. Oh, that's yeah. right. That that fucking slaps. Friggin'. Uh, <laughs> My name is Dol- Dolomite is my name. Yeah, that's not that. No, we've watched, and there's a lot of good, I mean, once in Godzilla Final Wars. We watched Solo like, very early on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I sure know. did. <laughs> I do, I feel like I do want to follow up of getting back either, like, the same guest or a new one for doing Godzilla Final Wars, because we should do Godzilla Final Wars once a year. Oh, I'd be, I'd be happy, I'd be fine with that. This should be our, our Paul Blart. Yeah, it should be, absolutely. Till Death Do Us Blart, great podcast. Oh, <laughs> shit, Thanksgiving's coming up. Oh. oh man, I'm excited for that. <laughs> a very inside thing of it, there's a podcast called Till Death Do Us Part where the Matt Glory brothers and uh, the two guys from the worst wor- idea in the world, which is where they watch bad movies, every year they watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 until they die. No joke. Like it's going to go on forever on every Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's, it's been a beautiful eight years so far. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like I can't add much to my review, so I'm also going to do four platinum records. Yeah. Which Great. means it's entered the Golden Plate Club. Love, love Weird <laughs> Al. Love this film. <laughs> High recommendations. Definitely check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone is going to hate this movie. Question. I, yeah. Question. Favorite Weird Al song, everybody? I said earlier, Genius in France. Yoda. Yeah. I, I feel like it's got to be a tie between two. Uh, Running with Scissors was my first album of his. It's either got to be Albuquerque or That's Your Horoscope for Today. I uh, horoscope for today is definitely one of my favorites. I think it is just barely edged out by Hardware Store. Ooh, really Hardware great. Store does fuck. Uh, there's another one too. I did want to throw out there because I'm a huge Devo fan, but Dare to Be Stupid. Oh, Dare, Dare to Be Stupid. Be stupid. So that's a good one because it's not like a direct parody. It's, it's just not like a style also parody of an alternative. But also, Dare to Be Stupid is just a great song by itself. Oh yeah, but also like. Uh, I think it was uh, in the Behind the Music where they asked Mark Mothersbaugh oh, yeah. how he feels about that song, and he says, I hate it. And they said, why? And he said, because that is the best Devo song. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Devo and didn't write it. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, he wrote the Rugrats theme. Yeah. He did. God, what a fucking stallion of he, a man. He's the reason Chucky looked the way Chucky looked. Yeah. Fucked up. <laughs> you see that meme of like all the Rugrats dads and go back to '90s shit. You yeah, Rugrats earlier, but like all the Rugrats dads in a pool. Yeah, sure. Like they used to look like adults. Now they just look like your friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I well, what's interesting to me is also this like alternative band to children's TV show pipeline, mm-hmm. like Aquabats. Yeah, Aquabats to Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah. Like. And by the way, I saw the Aquabats recently. They threw a small child onto an inflatable piece of pizza. Fuck yeah, they did. <laughs> great. It's like, why Why are alternative rock musicians so good at making children? Also, games? here's another thing. They're huge fans of Tokusatsu and Kamen Rider. Yeah. yeah. Love that so much for them. And Ultraman. They have a... Lack of pretension? Uh-huh. Yeah, also, you know who their original drummer was? Travis Barker. Really? Travis Barker played the drums on Super Rat. Yeah. Oh, that is Super Rat. As the Baron Von Tito. <laughs> was his name of the band. Remember my, uh, the 
guitar player in my band, the drummer's been looking for a new drum kit. He said, like, I don't know if it's something you saw or just something that was probably pretty old, but it was like a $700 kit, but it was all Aquabats themed. Oh, I've seen those. So it had, like, the little, yeah, the little yeah, like, yeah. Aquabat in the front. And I was like, that was really cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty fucking tight. <laughs> yeah. Man, the Travis Barker thing's crazy. Um, it's good <laughs> to see real quick. Oh, did you guys see how expensive fucking Blink-182 tickets are? Yeah. yeah. They announced they're going to like... And it's because of Ticketmaster. Like, yeah. you should be able to get one for like 70 bucks. We've gone out of the 90s but they're all to the $200. We did it. We got to the 2000 well, minimum estate, that was probably like 97 That's true. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, a bunch... Like, I work with a bunch of people who, like, were doing everything to get Taylor Swift tickets here. So, like... Ticketmaster is a monopoly that needs to be taken down. Mm-hmm. And Maybe they should buy Twitter. Look, <laughs> I, I mean, just recently, right? Like, I, I went to see Carly Rae Jepsen. I got my ticket, face value, 50 bucks, but on Ticketmaster, so it ended up being like 80 because of their fucking fees. Of course. <laughs> a couple nights before the concert, a friend of mine was like, ooh, I want to go. Cheapest tickets, 130 Like... Scalpers do not deserve human rights. No, no. Uh, but they're they're providing a service by buying up all the things and reselling it to you at a markup. Yeah, late stage capitalism works. God, he's beautiful. Uh, uh, for, yeah. for people at home who can't see this, uh, Adam just sent me a nude. Yeah. <laughs> no, amazing hog. Just gotta say, it's, uh, Travis Barker dressed as a penis. Yeah. Uh, Travis Barker uh, when he was in the Aquabats. Yeah, it's yeah. so beautiful. It's kind of like one of the gangrene boys joining the uh, gorillas as a band member. God, uh, that did happen. Yeah. Man, I love that. What a, what a fun era. Yeah. Uh, Damon Albarn, you you know how to have fun. I also like that he was going to get into NFTs on Twitter, and then people were like, no, don't do it. And he's like, oh my god, I'm so stupid for considering this. <laughs> Why doesn't that happen every time? Okay, anyways. Um, let's get into our famous stupid game section. Uh, we have to go back, because it's been so long. We have to do... Uh, who the fuck is Ron Canada? Ron Canada, you were the judge in Ted too. We love you, and we hope our guest will too. As you know, you've been on before. We love to talk about Ron Canada, famous working yeah. actor with over two hundred roles in television and, and this and was movies. the game you played last time I was on yeah. no, I'll never <laughs> let go of it now we haven't done Pazuki in a little bit in a, a in-person recording he's still working he had over about five roles in 2002 in different TV shows but what is the most recent television appearance he has out of these three television shows I'm going to give oh, you oh boy alright is it Law and Order Special Victims Unit East New York or The Equalizer SVU Okay, you're, you're locked in a press I, I want to be locked in for the Equalizer. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I'll go with uh, Queen Latifah for the Equalizer. All right, you're all wrong. It's actually East New York, which I, I don't know what this show's about, so I'm going to click it. What the fuck is East New York? <laughs> it's on CBS. It's about sucking cops' dicks, so... Uh, <laughs> by the way, I just want to say, as an ACAP person, if it's a TV show about cops, it's about sucking their dicks. So, yeah, like, so, right. so it's cops. Yeah, no, it's cops. Is that, is that <laughs> Law & Order uh, S- SCD? <laughs> Wait, SCD? I don't care if it's Paw Patrol. ACAP uh, includes Paw Patrol. No, oh, speaking of Kevin Cronroy... Also sad, like everybody knows the Batman stuff, but he was the voiceover for Law and Order. 
at the very beginning of every episode. He was? He was? Yeah, he's like, in the criminal justice system, they're two separate but equal entities. That's, <laughs> That's Kevin Conroy. That's why he always did it with I am the knight, I am SV2. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh man, what a what a well dream. no, that's why uh, every episode of Law and Order ends with him singing "Am I Blue?" <laughs> <laughs> I watched that from just League Unlimited and it brought a tear to my eye. Yeah, <laughs> man, what a great voice actor. Uh, I mean, Mark Hamill, you're still out there. Don't die anytime soon. You gotta stay with us. Um, let's go to good old recommendations and plugs. I know we did plugs earlier for you, but if you want yeah. to, again, you can. Um, and any recommendations? Right? Yeah, so recommendations. Uh, again, this year, Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh, Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul, and uh, my favorite horror movie of the year, Watcher. Not The Watcher, which is some Netflix bullshit. But Watcher. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, Watcher, you can find it on Shutter. It stars Micah Monroe. Uh, about a woman who uh, did her husband's job, uh, moves to Romania where she doesn't know the language, but she does notice a guy across the street is staring into her window every night. That's pretty creepy. Oh, I've heard about that movie. Yeah. yeah I love that movie. I love shit like lot. that. Like, very... I mean, it's a solid premise always, because if you know somebody's like, just like watching it, that's a fucking creepy uh, And uh, also a recommendation for uh, Mark Hamill reading uh, Donald Trump's tweets as the Joker. And uh, <laughs> if if I may, uh, do my favorite. <laughs> Robert Pattinson should not take Kristen Stewart back. <laughs> she cheated on him like a dog. <laughs> you know, before he was elected president, uh, Billy West did the same thing as Zach Brannigan reading yeah. Trump tweets. Yeah. Same kind of idiot, one more psychotic than the other. Yeah. Yeah, I'd elect a Zach Brannigan over Trump. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, at least he's back. <laughs> at least at least he filed a run again. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't uh, have a plug. Of course, eat it, own an engine. I guess that's my plug. Great And recommendation. Oh, I had, oh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Not necessarily the new movie that came out, but the original series, it's all on HBO Max, and unfortunately, the original movie is not on there anymore, but if you like the series, then watch the original movie versus the new movie. The original movie does have one of the greatest openings ever. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah. Just do the Phil Collins. Can you feel it coming in? That's actually how I got into Mastodon. Mastodon fucking rules. I will come to your house and tear your wife in half. I always think of I will be walking just like to work or something, and it'll become into my mind specifically the line from Aquaman versus like, and we will name ourselves Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Do you have any idea how many birthdays there are already every year? <laughs> Hundreds. Uh, but with uh, with the first movie, uh, when saw Black Panther do this weekend, somebody brought their fucking baby to the theater. Sorry. No. Did you bring your baby? Babies don't watch this. Leave the seat outside. Take the seat outside. Oh, man. I got to go back and watch that again. Um, I guess if we're going through and doing plugs and recommendations, I'll jump in there. I feel like I've recommended some type of form of Common Rider every show, so I don't need to do that right now. What I'm going to recommend is the Shonen Jump app. 
because recently I got turned on to that to read all of Chainsaw Man, which is fantastic. But like literally every, most every Shonen Jump like comic, which is almost all of the mangas out there, you can go pay two dollars a month and read them. It's worth it. Really, Chainsaw Man's Shonen? I thought that was a bit more adult. It's one of their offshoots, but it's technically under that umbrella, so oh, okay. that's why. Um, but yeah, it kicks ass. It's a good way to keep up with One Piece and all those other ones. Um, but you can do that when you're not busy watching Kamen Rider, Black Sun, which is now on Prime. Uh, one of my favorite series I've watched in a while. I think you should check it out. One of the lead actors from Drive Your Car is in it. Anyways, watch Kamen Rider, Black Sun. Thank you so much. I've heard so much about the lead actor from Drive Your Car, specifically because you keep referencing him every time you re- recommend this. He's in Kamen Rider Black Sun. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't have any plugs uh, for recommendations. I've been rewatching uh, Moral World recently. I've, I fucking love that show. It's, it's one of my favorites. High recommendations. That's one of those shows where, like, it was good, but then that last season, it got really fucking it's, good. I think, it's, I think it's maybe one of the best shows Adult Swim has ever put out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they fucking canceled it. They sure did. They, <laughs> yeah, like, they canceled hey, the shit out of it. Like, yeah, I don't want you to make this dark. Oh, you made it too dark. I guess this is your last season. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. So, go down as a masterpiece then. Yeah. Like, before it aired, they told them that. Yeah. Soon enough to wear, like, the first episode of that last season. The final season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, you know what? It is nice to be able to have that. Yeah. yeah. To be able to tell. Because, like, famously, like, Nicktoons wouldn't let the shows oh, sit down rending. Well, yeah. Which is why there is, like... The legendary lost episode of the Angry Beavers, mm-hmm. where they find out that they're going to get canceled. Yeah, it's fun. they could do that today, and <laughs> kids wouldn't even know that's a reference to television. They'd just be like, "Oh my god, the Beavers are racist!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, they, there was also like, and they would also like criticize the network. Like they would talk about how, like in that episode, there was a big thing about, well, yeah, but they'll just play us in syndication, mm-hmm. which is. Where uh, we don't make anything new, but the network makes a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is like even even for a lot of story based shows, they, they even didn't give them finales. Even, Avatar got one, but that's yeah. that's the only one I can actually think of. Also, once again, they did that with Rock of My Life again when they go into uh, uh, Big Head's journey into going into animation and studios. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah, and Rocco got that Netflix movie. It was originally supposed to air on Nickelodeon. Yeah. But then they made it. Nickelodeon didn't want to do it anymore, so Netflix bought it, and they did the Invader Zim one also, mm-hmm. which was also good. And that made me think of another uh, parody song I tried to make up last night. It was like Young Americans, but Nickelodeon, like <laughs> Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon. She watches Nickelodeon all night until eight p.m. If I made the uh, sound parody I wrote that got me uh, put in Facebook jail once. <laughs> Dick in my hand, log on to Pornhub, you made me. Oh, now show me how to jizz. <laughs> One day. Ooh, I did just remember the terrible song parody I wrote in high school. Yes! Which, which is also just a Weird Al ripoff as well, because it was also based off of My Sharona. <laughs> Zelda themed called My Opona. That's uh, pretty good. <laughs> Ooh, my little horse Horse Anyway, I did a uh, fucking project in my World Civ class in high school where I had to do a thing about Champlain. 
So I just took the melody to Sweet Jane and made it about Champlain, and just like each verse was just something from the textbook about what he did. A plus. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I told you mine, which was just I want to eat pie all day instead of I want to fly away. That's as creative as I ever got, never will, probably, in my opinion. So it's, it's real good. It's pretty good. I can see the music video where, like, the clouds are like pies. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it writes itself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what my brother used to do, listen to alternative radio when we were kids. So he would sing songs, but he would replace the word girl with squirrel. Whoa. <laughs> This is the story of a squirrel confederate <laughs> throughout the whole world. Does anything, does anything like crazy happen if he's ever like reading Squirrel Girl out loud? Are oh, you gonna be my squirrel? <laughs> we won't allow him to. <laughs> it's like doctor's orders. <laughs> he could relapse and it would be very hard for the family. Right now, I feel like if my brother reads Squirrel Girl. He'll just end up in one of those endless catatonic lips. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of a good movie idea, actually. Well, I feel like we should end on that. And as always, we should do our famous sign-off. Yeah. It's, it's been a while. It's going to be rough, I feel like. But we're going to try it. <sighs> okay, yeah, let's do it. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. You're, You're like, like, like the, the way, way, way I fuck. I, I guarantee it. it. I think I'm the only one who got it wrong. Yeah. Or I got it wrong. I don't know. <laughs> we all did different. We all do different variations every time. It's um, <laughs> Uh, okay, Brandon, you were a little bit sharp. Yeah. Uh, it, okay, let's harmonize. Okay, okay, here. I'll, I'll metronome with my hand. Is Thank this Tar? Yes. Is this the movie Tar? Uh, do you know how the movie Tar ends? Yeah, I do. Alright, good. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I'm glad you specifically know how it ends. Great Capcom title. Just want to say. Um, okay, here we go. You're gonna like the way I fuck, I guarantee it. Oh, he's right. Beautiful! We regret that you have not yet complied with our order. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. in my throat. <laughs> <laughs>